Before I talk about the particular fruit that comes to us when we receive Holy Communion, I need to lay just a little groundwork. And it has to do with our body. Over the generations, there have been all kinds of different views and beliefs about the body. And some of them have been contrary to the mind of God. What God has revealed in the scriptures about your body and my body. To sum up, the body is not, as some have thought, an unnecessary add on, like an afterthought of our Creator, a, use, a useless shell that we chuck at the moment of death. Nor is our body evil or like a prison that we are trying to escape from. But in the view of God, our body is an essential, necessary part and a very beautiful part of being human. To be human is to be this amazing, mysterious union of two things that could not be more opposite, a union of matter and spirit, of body and soul. And so when God pronounced creation good, after God created our human nature new in the beginning, and he stood back and beheld it as the masterpiece of creation, he said, it is very good, which includes our bodies. The reason why our body is so amazing is that it's animated. Unlike other uh, creatures that exist in a bodily way, our bodies are animated by a spiritual, rational soul that makes us in the image of God. We are in the image of God, and that is expressed and imprinted on our bodies. The Catholic view is that our bodies are a sacrament because our bodies make visible our inner thoughts and our feelings. They express them. My body has expressed love, joy, goodness, patience, warmth, tenderness. It is with our bodies that we have served in so many ways that we have done so much good in this world. It is by your body and mine that we can distinguish each other. That's how I know it's you and you know it's me. But the great honor and dignity of our body is mostly revealed in the light of the Christian mystery. 
in the mystery of the incarnation, God did not think it beneath him to assume the eternal son, the second person of the Trinity, assumes our human nature. Through the blessed Virgin Mary, Jesus receives a body and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Now we see a human nature making visible and expressing the very life of God, the mercy, the love of God, now visible. If the incarnation had happened in our day, I could easily imagine Jesus after mass giving high fives and fist bumps to our children and our youth. Easily I could see this. God took on a human nature. And even more, because of Christ, we know that our bodies are what? Temples of the Holy Spirit, which means that now you and I can also express with our bodies the life of God. God's love, God's compassion, God's mercy. We can show that to each other through our bodies. And that's not all. It doesn't end there. Just as Jesus shared in our death, in, after three days in the tomb, Jesus rose from the dead. His body rose from the dead and a few days later ascended into heaven, revealing the highest honor, the greatest dignity that could be bestowed upon our humanity, that even our bodies will participate in glory. This clearly reveals that when Jesus came to accomplish the work to save us. It was not just our soul, but salvation and redemption includes our bodies. This is why you and I should really make sure we take some time this week to dance. Rejoice with our bodies in this wonderful news. And now I want to connect this to the Eucharist. This is one of the most beautiful fruits of the Eucharist. While the Mass, as we have reflected together, is certainly a sacrifice where we offer to God the one sacrificial death of Jesus. But when we receive communion, Yes, we do receive the power of that death, that power of the death that expiated and conquered sin, that blood that was shed to forgive our sin. But what you and I receive in Holy Communion 
is not the lifeless body and blood of Jesus. We receive Jesus as he is now, risen and glorified. Brothers and sisters, let's let's try to really take this in. When we receive the body and blood of Jesus in Holy Communion, his immortal, imperishable body and blood, that is brought into communion with our body and our blood, our life, which now is mortal and perishable. But when this union is achieved in communion, your body and my body are sealed with a pledge of our future resurrection. When our, in, our mortality will put on more immortality, when what is now perishable will put on imperishability, when what is now just physical will become spiritual, and we receive a glorified body. This is why Jesus said in John 6, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. Has eternal life refers to the soul, but raising us up refers to the body. This is amazing. And this is celebrated and renewed in every single Eucharist. This is why I would never want to miss a single Mass. If union with Jesus assures me that not only will I inherit eternal life, but my body will be raised from the dead, then I want the Eucharist, which seals me and celebrates and renews that promise every single time. And if I should break that seal, if I should seriously wound that union by sin, thank God for confession that can restore that communion and again renew the assurance of my future glory and bodily resurrection. (laughs) This is amazing. And I can imagine on that day when all those who have believed in Christ are standing in the majestic glory of God, beholding the face of God and Jesus in his bodily form and those glorious wounds that are in his risen, glorified body. And all of us together shouting and saying, O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, but thanks be to God through Jesus Christ who has given us the victory. This is a fruit of the Eucharist. And let us celebrate that 
with great joy today and forever. Amen.